Hey everyone, and welcome to episode number one of the Woofing Possum podcast. My name is Greg, and I'm your host, and I'm a dog trainer based in the northeast of England. So before we start, I just want to let you know where you can get more information about the Woofing Possum podcast, including the show notes. You can get this by heading on over to my website, which is www.greatpaws.co.uk. So that's G-R-E-A-T-P-A-W-S uk head on over there you will find the woofing possum podcast page and all the information you could possibly need will be right there waiting for you excellent so on to episode number one so guys for episode number one i wanted to talk through seven of my favorite or hot topics that i'll often discuss with new clients people who have dogs already or people who are thinking about getting a dog whether that be a puppy or a rescue. Now, picking seven topics is always a challenge because I could quite easily do a 1,007 without really breaking a sweat. But I'm hoping these seven give you some really good food for thought and help you in your life with your pooch or with your decision-making about potentially a new pooch joining your home. So without any further ado, guys, let's jump straight in with number one. Number one is understand your dog. Now that might seem really obvious. However, it's something we often fall foul of. Now, when I say understand your dog, I usually start with breed. Now, please don't get me wrong, guys. Just because you get a particular breed of dog or a cross of two or more breeds, that doesn't mean you know exactly what you're going to get. Every dog is different, and the breed is very rarely a true indication of the type of dog that you're going to have. However, with breed, it does give you some insights that are really beneficial. One of them can often be their motivation. As dogs were historically bred usually for a job or a purpose, a lot of those things can still be prevalent in what motivates the dog, which comes in really handy later in life with training and general life satisfaction for the dog. Other really more obvious elements are things like size and the type of coat that the dog may have. Again, these are things that can be really important to us when making a decision about bringing a dog into our home if we haven't already got one. Now, beyond the breed, guys, the personality is the real thing. However, with personality, we don't always know it. And like us, dogs evolve right throughout their life. And so it's an ever-moving picture in how we understand and get to know our dogs in more and more detail. That can be particularly difficult with puppies and rescues as well, because if you don't already have the dog in your home, again, it's effectively a brand new experience for both of you. But as time goes on, you will learn more and more about their personality and you can adapt accordingly. The other good thing on understanding your dog is also understanding yourself. So what is it you need and what are you looking for if you're going to bring a dog into your home? Or if you have a dog in your home already, is there things that you might need to do to change it up a little bit to improve your quality of life for the dog and yourself? So a great example of this is a few years ago, my wife and I were looking to rescue a large breed dog. We had two smaller breed dogs who were in their senior years. They were Cavalier King Charles Spaniels. We used to have a Ridgeback Great Dane Cross but had sadly lost him a few years previous to us starting to look for a new one. Now, one of our big motivations for getting a new large breed dog was the active side of life, 
So it was going out and exploring the countryside and having a dog who was still a little bit more agile and able to do so, unlike our senior cabbies. So we went to our local shelter and I'm a huge fan of Mastiff type breeds. And whilst there, my wife pointed out an absolutely beautiful Duke de Bordeaux. We went over to see him and it took about four minutes for him to get out of his bed, have a stretch, shake it off, and then what felt like a slow motion plod over to see us, dribble a little bit on me, and then head back to his bed. Now, as I mentioned, I absolutely love breeds like Duke de Bordeaux's, and I would have been happy to sign on the dotted line and adopt him there and then. However, was he really right for me? Honestly, guys, he wasn't. And as much as I fell in love with him instantly, I knew that the type of life he wanted and the type of life that I wanted weren't really compatible and it would have been unfair for me to bring him into our home. So sometimes guys when we are in that privileged point of looking for a new dog to join our family it is good to engage the head and not always just the heart. So topic number two is training and to make training lifetime fun. So why I say that, guys, is we often fall into the habit of we bring a new dog into our family and we do some research and find a good, positive, reward-based trainer and we sign up for some classes and off we go. So we rock up to classes, we do five, six, four, ten weeks, however long it is. Our pooch does a fantastic job. We're really proud of how we've progressed. We come home and we finish the course with our little certificate feet up and think that's it job's now done for the next 10-15 years plus of that dog's life sadly that isn't how it works so if i use again an example from myself when i was at school i learned something called trigonometry now i cannot tell you what the hell trigonometry is i can remember what it was called and that's about it the reason being is i just don't use it in my life anymore so my need to retain that information and use it is just completely irrelevant. So my brain has filed it away somewhere in the deep dark recesses. So when we're doing training with our dogs, the more we can bring it into our everyday life, the easier it is not only for us to succeed, but for Pooch to remember it and have all the benefits that all the great training can bring to a life with your dog. Now, dog training certainly in the UK is sadly an unregulated and unlicensed arena. So please do your research if you do start looking for a trainer. Look for a positive, reward-based trainer, and there are some fab institutions out there and organisations who will help you find the right person for you. For example, I am part of the Institute of the Modern Dog Trainers, or IMDT for short, and you can head over to their website, you can put in your local area, and it will tell you who are your most local trainers who are qualified members of that organisation. So topic number three, guys, is cost, that taboo subject of cost. It is something we have to be mindful of, either with the pooch that we have in our life now or with the one that we're potentially getting. Now, it is not cheap to have dogs, guys. It really isn't. Not only is there the purchase or the adoption cost of the dog, but you've then got a lifetime of food, toys, equipment, vets, insurance, and other care items like grooming or dog walking or doggy daycare or any of the services that you might adopt for your dog that doesn't come cheap 
And again, depending on the type of dog you have, will also impact those costs as well. For example, I have dogs, my cavies, they still need grooming. So that is a cost that I have to bake into my monthly budget. So being savvy and smart and thinking about your costs is really, really prudent thing to do. Cost sadly is a natural part of life these days and it can be incredibly stressful. And there's nothing worse than having a pooch that you love and adore, yet you're stressing so much about the financial situation that they might bring upon you. So have a talk with local professionals and local shops and they will absolutely guide you to the best possible options based on your budget. Topic number four is diet. Now diet can be a little bit of a minefield. However, we are at a golden age with food. We have probably the greatest range of quality dog food available to us now than we ever had before. There's lots of different types from tins to kibble to pouch to raw to cold pressed and many, many more. But the key thing with diet guys is understanding what your dog needs. Now, as your dog moves through different ages of its life, from puppy to adolescent to adult and into its senior years, its dietary requirements will change and your vet can absolutely guide you around what it is you should be looking for with your food. But food type aside, looking at the ingredients and the quality of the ingredients alongside, as I mentioned previously, your budget is a really good thing to do. Good quality dog food doesn't always have to be expensive. So I highly recommend you head on over to the All About Dog Food website, the link of which I will put in the show notes. And it's a fab resource that it just does really sound analysis of all the dog foods available here in the UK and scores them for you so you can make an educated choice. Alongside the diet of the main food, guys, is also your treats. Exactly same rules apply. Have a look at your budget and have a look what's out there. Don't always just rock up at your local shop and buy whatever's on the shelf. You can sometimes find that the ingredients on them are not always the best things for your dog. So just make sure you do a little bit of research, read the packet and make the best, most informed choice possible. Item number five is enrichment. So I grew up in a world where looking after your dog basically meant food, water, a bed and two, maybe three walks a day and occasionally a play in the house with a toy. Mental as well as physical stimulation is hugely important to the quality of life of our dog and we can provide enrichment to them in lots and lots of different ways. There's enrichment toys, smart feeders and lots of games and activities that we can undertake with our dog, some of which are incredibly cheap or even free and all of those things benefit our pooch's mental and physical health and in turn the happier and healthier dog we have, the happier and healthier we are as well. So head on over to the website, as I mentioned before, there is lots of information on enrichment activities there also. Topic number six is be prepared for hard work. A bit like cost guys, hard work is an inevitable part of dog ownership and it can be frustrating at times and we can't want to tear your hair out if you've got any. Sadly, I don't. I tore all mine out a long time ago. However, it's great fun. So even when that frustration and that hard work is kicking in, always keep in the back of your mind item or topic number seven, and that is to love every minute. I think we often forget how amazingly privileged we are to share our homes with a completely different species and have such an amazing connection and bond with them. Having dogs is incredibly rewarding, 
and it helps not only our physical but our mental well-being as well. So enjoy every moment. We always want more time than we can ever possibly get. So even in those frustrating and hard times, just focus on the good and you will absolutely love it. So guys, that is my top seven topics for anyone who has a dog currently or is considering bringing a dog into their home. If you want any more information, as I mentioned before, head on over to the greatpaws.co.uk website. Have a look at the show notes and have a look at some of the other resources there and we'll happily help you out. As always with your podcasts, please like, rate and subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening to us on. And we look forward to seeing you in episode number two. Take care.